Hey folks, what's going on? This is part two of our discussion on euthanasia. If you haven't listened to part one, we highly encourage you to do that now as we discussed aspects that are fundamental to understanding the questions we are about to answer in this episode. And without wasting any more time, let's get to the discussion. Why do you think this topic is not talked about as much as abortion when both essentially terminate life? Mm. Or is it talked about as much no. as abortion? No. <laughs> abortion is not even talked about. <laughs> no. I guess because like... Yeah, abortion is way more talked about. Because I guess abortion is more of a problem. I guess... I guess because abortions are literally more rampant than people doing euthanasia. Well, I guess when you say euthanasia, people are mostly talking about like active euthanasia. But I think the, the conversation never ever ever comes up to passive um, euthanasia, right? Because that's I think that's also another thing that needs to be looked at as well. Like if it's so, if like if it, in the situation, like is it okay to do so or not? So mm-hmm. that's another thing. Yeah, I think, I think generally, it's it's because the topic is just so taboo, um, it's, and it's really uncomfortable to talk. Depending on like your church culture, I think it's just human tendency overall to just avoid anything that's uncomfortable. Uh, that's 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 across all cultures too. Um, and there's there's the fear of like this decisive nature, like like it, this this like this this topic of abortion, pro-life, et cetera, or uh-huh. stuff about like LGBTQ, stuff about racism. These are topics that can cause, that, that appear to cause like divisions in the church, right? You're making something more audible that can actually uh, it bring people to decide, have, have people decide which side they need to be on. Um, mm. And I think that divisive kind of like, feeling is something that a lot of like churches might want to just have this tendency to avoid uh when i think it's important to focus on the conversations but i think it's just like you know churches might not really know how to hold a conversation um yeah yeah, i think it's been more prevalent in our generation uh and just the generation before us but not the generation before before us um, so I think like topics of abortion, topics about sex, topics about all these things is is it's something that the church needs to have, but it's something that is new. new. Um, be- yeah. Because I think the topic of like sex and and all really comes um, I think partly from like the sex crisis, right? Like when they discovered what AIDS is uh, in the nineteen sixties, like nineteen seventies around that time, and I think that's when like a lot of churches start to emerge to talk about like this and homosexuality starts to like topic. Yeah, it's just history, you know. Like it, yeah, it, things are just progressing, and we now we have a lot more topics to talk about now. Yeah, um, I think. Oh, sorry. Go on. I'm good. Uh, I think just because like with how society is advancing, you know, how culture is advancing. Um, I mean, there's so, like, these things are like clearly not stated in the Bible. Like you would not find the world, the word euthanasia in the Bible. And this is where like the study of the word, and this is where 
uh, the Holy Spirit does come in and giving us discernment. Like God has giving us, God has given us His heart through through the Bible and through the writers of the Bible to to see where His heart lies with these with like the core values and the core uh, issues with these with these like um, things and things in the world, right? Like, yeah. like these are just like these things are just so great because again, like they're not like God. God doesn't say in the Bible like euthanasia is not right. Like it's clearly not stated, and it takes a lot of I think, just like study of the word, like conversations like this, and this is where like, yeah, like, like just like, like these great great topics that are not clearly outlined or defined in the Bible need to have uh, these types of conversations, and we really need to really dig deep with into the Holy Spirit and dig deep into the Word and to really understand God's heart with these certain certain things, and 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 this is where like I, I thank god for giving us a brain that can critically think and really mm-hmm. like you know work alongside with him to see where um his heart lies with these situations and how we should go about these certain, certain situations um through the perspective of 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 the gospel through the perspective of uh, his unconditional love and things like that so yeah um I think the, there's also the challenge um, I'm realizing as well is the the church um having that challenge to adapt to the current society. Um, this is just a challenge in adaptability. So like, you know, um, and so because the world is always changing, um, it, it's really hard for the people inside the church who, who may not know too much, um, kind of like just to keep up. Um, yeah. And so in, in essence, they just stick to their old answers. So like, I noticed, uh, I know there's people in our, in, in the church that I, uh, my family attend uh, that firmly believe that people who commit suicide go straight to hell or firmly mm. believe that they will, yeah, like whether they sleep and then they'll go to the hell fire. Um, and you know what? Uh, yeah. And so I don't agree to that. Uh, and because then now we're talking about mental health, right? Now, uh, mm-hmm. Why would they commit suicides? And then being a person that who has experienced like suicidal tendencies, um especially yeah so like i i experienced um links to depression anxiety and literally during that time literally every, every eight waking moment i felt the need like I, I wanted to die and i understand what like the pain there's so much pain that you would just want to die and mm. i and and so then so then it's not as clear cut to people that you know if they commit suicide they're gonna go to hell i don't think so because it could that could just be the sickness making that decision on on behalf of them and that's what's hard you know um and and and, and these are like things that we're learning uh, we're still learning about mental health and that affects the answer but people who grew up not learning about mental health have a different answer um yeah. and so i think now there's yeah so why do you think it's not talked about i think that's also part of it like just the the church as a people um having challenges and adapting to the the, the changing society here. Adapting to the signs of the times. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, th- I think, I think it's not talked about because I think our abortion is just so much easier to uh, say, <laughs> no, it's wrong mm. than euthanasia is. Um, and and you make a good point. It's more. It's much more rampant, right? Like abortion is, you know, because there's abortion clinics, right? It's 
physically like it's you you can see physically the effects of abortion and like the presence of abortion within society while it's so much harder to see euthanasia because it happens in mm. um more of a closed door and mm-hmm. um yeah and in, in the privacy of families and families don't really talk about what they do or if they you know if they went through with it no one's you know because of the taboo aspect of it um no one is willing to say hey i did this or like hey we decided to prolong my mom's life um mm. so it's just more of a closed door thing with euthanasia rather than like if there's an abortion people can just pick it around like an abortion clinic right uh or mm. yeah there's abortion clinics you know around our neighborhoods or downtown or wherever um but it's too easy yeah euthanasia is like assisted suicide can happen anywhere and no one really knows it so i think like that's like a part of the reason why um and the other reason i said like it's such a nuanced topic that like people shy away from talking about it while abortion when it comes to christianity in a major way like there's a majority in the christian world that says or thinks that abortion is like flat out wrong mm. um, yeah so i think that's why uh yeah i just yeah like i like how you mentioned just like how um euthanasia is more closed doors because that's really true that's so true yeah like if anything it would only be a conversation between you your family mm. or your closest family can uh and the doctor that's it or your friends who are in medical care um yeah. and yeah and it would just be that you know and, and me in the church you you wouldn't even know this person decided to to do you know like uh euthanasia on a loved one so mm. like and there's not really a lot of opportunities to talk about it too it's not like the church opens up the doors and are like so does anyone exp- uh, have, like what's your experience with <laughs> no what's your what's your experience with the suicide and i think there's a lot of it can be a lot of shame and also there's just not a lot of yeah opportunities to talk about it right yeah uh and you know maybe it might be time to open up those opportunities but even then like how do you even initiate a conversation like that and where everyone can be vulnerable to share mm. yeah could be a you know those icebreaker questions during church oh. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> what would so you do weird. prolong your life or <laughs> are you a prolonger a or are you uh... oh my gosh so prolong <laughs> um i guess we we kind of talked about this uh, to some extent earlier but would you ever talk someone out of it and if I, so what would you say to them ooh. Ooh. that's a good question i mean oh man that's so hard i guess to be honest i don't really don't think i'd be trying to you know 
actively talk someone out of it. Yeah. I think I would passively try to talk someone out of it. <laughs> not by passive. not just for, not not for the fact of just like no, you shouldn't do it. But again, passively or leading a conversation like by like asking questions, clarifying questions, like listening and seeing if I can really help lead this person to for a moment to share the gospel, a moment to share who Jesus is and have an ongoing conversation about um, um, who Jesus is and how this all interacts with like life and death and, and I guess their choice to do that. And I mean, if they do go and decide to do it, then that's totally okay with me. As long as I, I think I, if I'm able to love them in that way and be able to have an opportunity to share who Jesus is to them, like I think that's the, that's a lot of loving that I can do to that person. To be honest with you, um, yeah, yeah, I think that's where I I sit with that right now. I think that's that's my best answer I can give right now. Mm. Um, would you talk someone out of it? Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, with Billy, like, I don't, I don't know if I'd be the person that would be actively talking someone out. I don't know until I'm in that position. Um, but um, I think. Exodus. Sad. Yeah, Thou shalt not kill. <laughs> Though I'm like inclined, uh, more so inclined to, to not favor euthanasia, it is still a very complicated topic that like mm. i'd still support someone if they had to go through it um and so um would i talk someone out of it i guess it would depend it would depend on the circumstance a hundred percent um and uh, if they're christian i would allow i'd recommend them to just take a long time to just reflect and assess where they are in christ um, and where their faith mm. lies are they are mm. there is their faith relying on like on their own hands or in god's hands mm-hmm. and it, that's true yeah and then share with them like you know what what are things that kind of go walk with them through the, the process like you know what are things that you know what is is uh the solid truths in the bible about it and what are things that are taboo and then just you know mm. have them you know decide the outcome right um but on the basis of love for that other person and i just want to read this verse it's romans 13 um in verse 9 it says for the commandments you shall not commit adultery you shall not murderer murderer wow you shall not murder you shall not murderer <laughs> you shall not murder yeah. her and then i'm just gonna murder her <laughs> you shall not steal you shall not covet and any other commandment are summed up in this word you shall love your neighbor as yourself Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. And I like that part. Love does no wrong mm. to a neighbor. And I think just encouraging that person, uh, if they're a Christian, like to just love that that person. Um, and, and like, and yeah, the same that they would want to receive love. And um, and w- and for a non-Christian, I think I already shared it. Um, but I would encourage the same thing. Uh, in hopes that you know it would open to more conversations but um just but just to be able to just be there for them even if i don't get yeah. their decision i you still mm. have to support them as a person um and again the way that you support someone will also impact the way that they decide 
if they don't receive support, they'll make a wrong decision out of recklessness. But if you support and they feel supported and loved, then they can make a better decision with seeing all the pros and cons. So it's important to do that. Yeah. I think like how I would do it would be along along the lines of how you guys what you guys said. Um I would definitely have an open conversation with them. Um ask them questions of you know when are they planning to go through with it and you know what are what were the reasons um they decided to go through with it and like if they've weighed their you know the pros and cons and uh, just also um just letting them know how much they'll be missed mm. uh, at that point i think goes a long way um not I'm not saying it'll go a long way into convincing them. I'm saying more into like it would go a long way in letting them know that they're loved. Right? For sure. Um, and I think at that point of suffering and with that much pain that that person was going through at that moment, I think letting them letting know letting them know the extent of how much people love them. Um, it like. Is beneficial to them and yeah and it will be helpful and um i would definitely try to see engage their belief and or their faith in the bible or their trust in the scriptures because if they don't have any like there's no point in me saying yeah, scriptural for sure. evidence for and against it um, or against what they're doing, um, mm. what I would try to do then is just, you know, find language that will speak to them and, mm. um, ask, you know, as I said before, continue to ask questions. And if they are believers and they continue to uh, go through with it, um, I'm actually not sure. Uh, it would still go in the lines of, still having conversations, open conversations and um, uh-huh. maybe making them realize that like if they're taking their life and, you know, going through this assisted suicide that they're taking um, God's power, like they're removing God's hand from the decision. Like it'll be a loss for them to potentially see god's healing hands right um but at the same time what i would really focus on what i would really focus on is just like i would try not to miss making them feel that their pain is valid right and that Mm. like we know the pain that they're going not no but like we see the pain that they're going through and we understand the pain that they're going through. And that's why mm. we understand why they're making that decision. That decision. Yeah, for sure. That's a good one. Yeah. But Hey, it's a, it's a difficult topic. And I think the church has to have like talks about this, mm-hmm. especially from a church that has a lot of medical professionals. <laughs> from yeah. from the inside right um yeah yeah, yeah. 
and um, and and it's really yeah and um hopefully with our churches and with our small groups that we could talk more about it because i'm still like learning about it um like my answer might be different in the next few years um because i'm still yeah, growing sure. and understanding about like what euthanasia is um and yeah like i think something to be weary of is just the technicalities of it yeah um like yeah, as Mark, you said, like, there's a lot of people in the churches that we know um, that are medical professionals. And it's, it might be easy to just think of it in a technical way. Just because mm-hmm. it's there doesn't mean that we need to go through it. Um, just because our Canada permits uh, medical assistance of death doesn't mean that it, it, it's, an, it's, a, it's the, the priority option or it's one of the options that we need to take. Um, so it's just, mm. yeah, assess all outcomes all avenues um i don't know what else to say <laughs> yeah yeah it's good yeah and as you know as you guys said it's just just always think about like what will jesus do at this moment right mm. like how would god love on them if he were physically beside them Mm. like what would he say to them and i think we are god's presence here on earth partially like we are Mm. his emissaries um and people who don't believe in god like we are the extent of god's presence in the world so I think it's like we have to really be careful in the words that we say and mm-hmm. the you know like the tones that we have during conversations about this topic mm-hmm. and to just make sure that we are acting within the bounds of God's love for people. Yeah. And especially with this topic. Um, yeah. yeah. It's a good reminder. Wow. I think just with anything, you know. With anything. Just with any hard conversation. Yeah. I should just record that and say it every week. You know, like plaster it through the audio. Make it, <laughs> as a, make as it a like conclusion. a conclusion. <laughs> it's too easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and as difficult as it is, uh, I'm glad that we got through this conversation. And wow, that was a beautiful. That was so great. That was fun. Yeah. But yeah. Um. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you, folks, for joining us. And we hope that through the difficult conversation that we just had, that you have processed through it and are starting, if you haven't thought about it before, that you start thinking about it. And Mm. yeah, just we encourage you to have conversations like these with people, uh, especially within the church uh so your fellow members in the church uh have conversations with them uh this is another topic that can be a you know like hard hard but is fulfilling Mm. to have and is really good for us to engage in Uh, so we hope that whatever we talked about has been enlightening and has uh, started this uh thing in your mind that hey Maybe I do need to talk about this in church. Um, Yeah. In regards to our episodes, as always, we are here every Wednesday. So be on the lookout for them. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter 
at the handle at the prodigals pod. And if you like what you've been hearing, please subscribe and follow us so that you're always up to date with our episodes. If you could do so kindly, please leave us a rating and review. That way we are able to reach more people out there in the world. And that's all we have for you this week. So we hope that you stay blessed and that you stay faithful. And you join us next week for another episode of The Prodigal.